Can you hear that? Yeah, like sticking <laughs> to your tongue. That's Pop Rocks. It's free Pop Rocks, baby. Oh, they're actually Pop Rocks. I thought that was still chips. No, free Pop Rocks. I got from the chick at the candy bar. I, I think... thought that was my <laughs> that you had. I there, think she was hitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> We're started. Wow. Hello. Now it's a party. <laughs> Get Into Geek. This is Get Into Movies. Uh, very exciting episode today, boys. We are talking Doctor Strange Marvel's latest yes. adventure in, my, uh, in cinemas at the that moment. That's my spooky magic sound effect. Your mystical sort of Your pop soundtrack. <laughs> I uh, really apologise because they just won't go away now. <laughs> Not quite the full team here tonight. Uh, Reese uh, was unable to make the screening and Lincoln bailed uh, for better plans that aren't happening until tomorrow, but bailed nonetheless. Does that mean Brendan and I are the only ones with like a 100% track record? Yes, you are. Does that is, does that mean we're just more committed, or we just have nothing else going on in our lives? I don't know whether it's which way to go on that. Well, we report, um, you decide, listeners. Mm. Um, we should probably introduce ourselves so they know who we're talking about. My name is Mitch. Uh, we also have Maddie, who was just speaking. Hello. With the pop rocks and Brendan. Hello. With the dirty jokes um, yeah. that we have the uh, the dump button for. So look, if we get any history, that's what will be known as Maddie with the pop rocks and Brendan with the dirty jokes. Yeah. And, and Mitch, I'm happy. Eighty twenty Lewis. Eighty twenty. Yeah. What is that again? Uh, 80% focus, 20% doing nothing. <laughs> that's, that's good odds. I like, think that's generous. I, give you that <laughs> I think that's being a little bit generous, and I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, this is Doctor Strange. This is our non-spoilers chat, so just going to be a brief, quick review. We've just walked out of the film an hour ago, I think. we saw You boys saw the film for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I still got my free pop rocks from the from candy your, bar girl. From the chick that was hitting on you. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, as I said, will be a very short, just re- a simple review, our, uh, our immediate thoughts of the film, spoiler-free, and uh, then you can check out our uh, other podcast, which will follow, uh, I don't know, tomorrow, maybe the day after when we feel like the uh, the mm. hardcore fans will have given themselves a chance to go and see the film. Well, it's still, what, another... For the US, they've got to wait another eight, eight days or yeah. so? Yeah, well, today's Thursday, the uh, 27th of October, so it doesn't come out in the States until next Friday. So we, we're we doing this quite a bit with these Marvel movies. We're getting them eight days before the States, and I was lucky enough to see it last Friday, so two uh, weeks before the States. Shut your pie hole. Ever. I kind of wish I didn't, actually. I was, I was excited just to see it before anyone else really in the world, because the world premiere mm. started an hour after I started watching it, but then I sort of walked out and... None of you boys could come, and I'm like, oh, who the hell am I going to talk to about this you movie? You did now? work yeah. out that you, you actually technically saw the finished film before Kevin Feige. Is that how we worked that out? At least before he saw the world premiere. I'm sure mm. he'd seen the film, the rough cut well, of it or something. It, so, Dailies. certainly, Dailies yeah. At least. Yeah, certainly before the most important screening in the world. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. But yeah, I knew no one else uh, in, this, in, the, in the room, really. Ben Clayton, who does our TV talk with me, was there, but we, it was the weekend. We rushed off and we didn't talk to each other for four <laughs> days. And it's like, I could have saved this until premiere night on Wednesday. But anyway, we're here now. So, um, I'll throw to you boys because you boys have just seen it for the first time. Uh, who wants to go first? Maddie. I think if I was ever going to drop acid, or take like peyote, yeah. like this would be the film I would watch straight after it. <laughs> yeah, you smoke a doobie like, and just head over and what up? That was that was pretty mind bending. Some of those some of those visuals are just like what? Yeah, well that's for me, and I, I, I'm not going to say it was the best storyline of all time, but for me it was just great movie making, and that's kind of movies and pictures like this just made me want to become a filmmaker mm. just the styling they did you know like tilting the camera and they're walking along the wall you know what i mean and then, yeah what they call the dutch angle and all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah just different angles and and camera movements which obviously they use a lot of special effects in this but they did use a lot of practical effects to some degree yeah mm. yeah and you i feel, just thought I f- oh this is awesome i feel like you know if you if we got to see some behind the scenes it'd be like a whole green screen room but i feel like it would be like 
two walls on a gimbal and they're yeah. actually physically doing a lot of it. Yeah. And surprisingly, I was a little concerned going in because so much of the um, trailer footage had shown a lot of that world bending and it all looked very Inception. And I'm yeah. like, oh, gee, I really ho I hope they don't depend on it too much. Because yeah. as arrogant as it sounds, it's like, well, Inception already exists. Mm. So it's like, well, why are we going to this film to be awed by something we've already seen mm. yeah. years ago? It would ago. be groundbreaking if Inception didn't Yeah, if Inception exist. didn't, sit, mm. didn't exist. And it, when you said that, it was such a funny comment. I, I was talking to Benny after we saw it, and I said, you know, Maddie's worried about the whole Inception effect. And I said, because we've really only seen, like you said, that was groundbreaking. That's really the only other time that we've seen this. So it's not like it's overdone at this point, whereas I feel like there's other effects in whether it's, you know, a city exploding because of an alien invasion or or something, bullet time or something, which has been used to death, you know, since The Matrix did it, the next 80 sort of special effects movies tried to replicate bullet time. And the second and third time it was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. But five years later, it's like, can, can you stop? Whereas this is, I feel, the second time they've used it. And I'm like, oh, it's such a funny thing for, for Maddie to say. Actually, we spoke about this before the film. And then after it, I'm like, oh, you're right. Maddie was kind of right because it didn't grab me, I think, the way that the, maybe the filmmakers assumed it would. That, that mm, didn't yeah. wow me like I hoped it would, even though the trailer showed 10% of that bending sort of stuff. Yeah. It was his first, his first image where she pushed him out and he's going through space and interstellar different dimensions. Yeah, which you do see in the trailer, so we're not ruining yeah. anything there. Yeah. yeah, was just like amazing. Mm. Yeah, it kind of... And that's what I was getting at, is, is I don't think it was too inception -y for me. There was just that moment in the trailer where it was literally like, you know, a city, like New York City or whatever, bending at right angles. It's like, well, that's almost exactly what we saw in Inception. Mm. But that was very minimal. I think from there, it did take it to the next level and it felt like you were just looking at, at everything through a kaleidoscope. And yeah. that did change it up. And again, they didn't rely on it too much, but visually it was, it was interesting enough. Um, yeah. And didn't feel didn't feel too repetitive. And the con oh, I think the comparison with with Inception is is funny considering when they had the dream within a dream within a dream uh, final act of Inception on one layer you had gravity which was the big thing it was non-existent essentially so they were bouncing around different walls and stuff and and gravity was shifting. In another dream, worlds were bending and stuff like there was a different effect per dream. Whereas in Doctor yeah. Strange they were laid on top of each other. So that, yeah. that fight, which you have seen in the film when New York is bending in itself, uh, and thankfully it was not the final act of the film because I hate when they show the final yeah. act yeah, in the trailer, right? Yeah, I was really glad about that. Um, so even though we're somewhat spoiling that by saying that, it's not ruining anything. If anything, it's opening up the end of the film for you, I feel, I hope, because I'm saying yeah, it. Yeah, I hate I when they give away the, the climax in a trailer because yeah. it's kind of like, well, what yeah, are well, going to see it for? That's me? what I really loved about The Dark Knight. The way that they did that, they only showed the trailer was oh. only for the first half or first three quarters, yeah. and the rest was like, I've never seen this. Yeah. This is all new territory. It's you great. and I saw that together, the premiere of The Dark Knight, and I remember turning to you the moment that the Joker escaped the jail. Yeah. I looked at you and I said, We've seen everything that we've seen in the trailer, yeah. and it excited me so. And I honestly, I still go back to that when I talk about great trailer or the way that you cut a trailer so not to give away the end, the ending. I always go back to The Dark Knight because yeah. I remember being so goddamn excited for that movie. So that movie should have disappointed me because I could not have had it on a on a on a higher level. Yet because the trailer essentially only showed the first two thirds of the film, 
it was it was perfect for you when you're sitting in there watching it for the first time. So I think it was a nice twist with with this trailer uh, for Doctor Strange because every trailer seemed to end on that one shot when he's looking over New York City bent in all different ways. Bang, yeah. cut to title shot. Mm. Our brains, I think, naturally assume then that's the end of the film because that's yeah. the way the, the, the... And trailers these days make you think that because the trailer is essentially the film condensed down to two minutes and it's the same story beats, essentially. You feel like you've seen a trailer, you've seen the film. And that definitely didn't happen with this one. Mm. Sorry, I'm just... <laughs> I'm, no, just was... I'm just still amazed that you guys just fangirling over the Dark Knight. I was... No, well, no, yeah, I feel mean, about the Dark Knight. <laughs> after second, fourth, and tenth time watching it, sure that you know the Bat Vision scene could have gone a lot shorter. But... Oh, I wish that Bat Vision wasn't even. Yeah. I mean, that was the first. I, I unabashedly loved the film for the first time I watched it, but that was the one thing. I'm like, why did you do that? Yeah. It was perfect. Otherwise, what are you doing? Oh, I, but, feel like um, all, I feel like all three of those films could have been condensed into like one. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, just... not one. Yeah, Get your hand off it. One. Look, the third film needs a lot of fixing. I'll give you that, but I. Love Batman Begins and I love The Dark Knight. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. Uh, I don't know. Well, we probably want to talk spoilers. Or do you got anything more non-spoilerish um, you want to get out? I definitely enjoyed it. I kind of went into it thinking about I was at the same kind of level of Guardians of the Galaxy, and then it's something I was really unfamiliar with. Mm, yeah. um, but interested to see how it went. Coming out, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as Guardians, mm. but there's definitely some really solid elements in there that I'm interested in pursuing um, yeah. in further films. Um, and yeah, it's it's a definitely definitely a departure from anything else we've seen. Like if if you if you were to watch Iron Man one and then watch this film, you'd just be like, these are in the same universe, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although when I, I, I like I said, I took Ben to the to the screening last week, and he brought along a friend who has not seen. He doesn't do superhero movies, so he certainly hadn't seen any of the oh, Marvel films. Oh, that's a criteria right? that I find in a friend. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he went along and he watched this, and he really liked it. He come and he and he, he he thanked us both for being able to take him. He was like we didn't really have. They're all to, like that, mate. You know. Yeah, that's what like, we come said. Along. Like, yeah. Go, mate. Go and have fun. Go and enjoy. And and Ben was wondering. Which film does he go to next? Does he go, okay, now go back and start from Iron Man 1? Or, like Ben said, do you go, hey, go and try it, Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm. Because you're trying it, like, this is where this is different re- realms, realities, dimensions, and stuff. Now just go to the space one and slowly make your way down. And, and eventually you can skip two or three back to the start and then watch them from the start. But yeah. it's weird that we all started watching this franchise from Iron Man 1. And I've loved throughout it. There's certainly films that are that aren't as good as others, but it's weird that I've spoken to a few people now, even after our second screening tonight, that this is their entry point into the MCU, and they feel a part of it already. So they want to go back and, and check out these other. Films. I think yeah, I think there was a lot for new people new to the MCU to get on board with it. Kind of certain elements had a touch of Harry Potter feel to them. Yeah. Um, certain elements, like we said, in, there's a touch of Inception. So there's. There's a few little sort of touches in there that while I don't think they're so much as a rip-off, they're just a touchstone that someone not familiar with these films can go, oh, I get it, okay. Because there's a lot in this film to wrap your head around mm. um, and very quickly throwing things around. So I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good yeah. um, entry point. There is a lot. I didn't think that it was too convoluted. I felt like I could relate and I almost kind of picked a couple of things. So I don't think it's too bad. But Lincoln and I were talking about this after we in the cinema and we we're just thinking, like, we obviously like it. We're heavy moviegoers and love films of this kind of caliber and genre. But when we weren't sure about how the layman might take it, it's definitely worth a watch, I mm. think. If yeah. Because I know that we had we have a friend who brought her mum and stuff like that. So, um, you know, people are aware of this movie. They 
they like. Obviously, if you're a fan of Cumberbatch, then yeah. people are definitely going to go and watch it. I so. think he's definitely drawing in a lot of new people to the franchise, for yeah. sure. And that's, I mean, that's half the reason you cast a guy. He's yeah. incredibly talented, but and I feel he's like going to bring the, in... From the female element, I feel like Cumberbatch could actually pull in more... Come a bitches, then say someone like <laughs> yeah. a like a Chris Hemsworth or a Chris Evans could even do. Yeah, yeah. whole different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel group. like people who are fans yeah. of, yeah. of Benedict are real hardcore, and they will go and see whatever he is doing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like, I, I don't even think the Stephen Hawking movie, they didn't understand it, but shit, <laughs> he's in it. <laughs> All right. Well, we might wrap up uh, there, boys. Uh, do you? Uh, we want to give uh, a rating uh, for those just listening to our non uh, non spoilers yeah, chat. Um, I think I'm pretty happy with the four. I can't. I don't think I can go lower. I really enjoyed it. Comparing to the rest of the MCU, like they're all up four or five mm. for me. Like, yeah, I can't go below. I couldn't. If I said three and a half, I'd be like, no, nah, that's too low. Mm. But that's just from first viewing. It yeah. just, it just purely enjoyment. Yeah, and that's what these movies are about, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, the first time I watched, it, I, I I did enjoy my time watching it. But I come out, I'm like, oh, I felt like. I could have watched another ten or fifteen minutes, little little bits of more information throughout, and I'll get into more in in our spoilers chat, so you can listen to that to find out exactly why. But I probably sat very comfortably on like a three and a half out of five. I found myself enjoying it a lot more tonight. Uh, I'm trying not to immediately just jump up to a four because I enjoyed my time. Because yeah. hey, I had I was surrounded by more mates to, that were also enjoying it in a great crowd. So maybe tomorrow or the next hour, I'll know how I truly feel about it. But I might safely sit on a three and a half at the moment with uh, with permission to myself to grow. <laughs> yeah, I might drop after the, <laughs> yeah. we talk about it a little bit. Spoilers could change yeah, everything. That's it. Mm. Coming out of it, and even during it, I was kind of evaluating you know, how much I was enjoying it, which is not a good thing to do when you're in the film. I like to be in the film. <laughs> yeah. But I did find myself kind of spacing out in a couple of spots and and thinking about my enjoyability and, and rewatchability. And that's a big factor for me when I'm thinking about films is rewatchability because I watch a lot of television. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of, for the most part, sat on about a three. Then there is a particular scene that we'll get into in spoilers, which I fell in love with. And it's actually something that I wish they'd done in um, X-Men Apocalypse. It's something yep. that I wanted to see in X-Men Apocalypse and didn't get. And I got it in this film. And that's when I'm just oh. like... Yeah, I think I know. Now yeah. I'm kind of all I on, hope I know what you mean. Now I'm kind of all on board with let's just let's just give everyone back let's give everyone to the MCU. Let's let's bring the X Men. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean we've got Spider Man and Daredevil and, and, Come on, a, Disney. and a few others are all going you back. Can do it. You've got the cash. <laughs> the yeah. only the only holdouts for Fox are Fantastic Four and X Men. Let's just give them to Come them on. after that. Fantastic. Give them to them to that. Oh, that Fantastic Four. Oh, they're okay. coming back. They're coming back for sure. Fox can't do anything with those guys. They'll come back. <laughs> they might they might leave it even a couple of years. Fan, re, phase four. I actually fantastic four. I actually Boom. Some, I actually read some trivia the other day, and uh, I don't know how current it was, but at the time, Stanley's favorite ever movie performance of any of the Marvel characters is Michael Chiklis's uh, The Thing, mm. <sighs> and his least favorite is in the same film is um, Doctor Doom in that film. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the actor's name? Julian McMahon. Yeah, it's his actual. Really? His, his I don't m- think he was that. That Most bad. favorite and his least favorite portrayal of any. Has Marvel he watched characters. any other ones? Has he seen <laughs> Iron Man? Like Robert Downey Jr. is amazing and nailed it from the start. First film kicking off an oh, entire the first franchise, scene, like just drinking from a glass in an army tank yeah. or whatever it is. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. no gang signs. No, I'm kidding. Throw it out. Yeah, uh, you're in love with that character yeah. after two minutes. 
And he was an arsehole too at that point. <laughs> yeah, so, of course. Yeah. All right, well, that is the Get Into Movies non-spoilers review of Doctor Strange Marvel's latest. It is in cinemas as of today. 3D? It's good. Worth it. Uh, well, if you have spectacles, not worth it. Oh, right. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, okay. I definitely want to see it again. Like most 3D yeah. films, I'll see it again uh, without 3D just yeah. so I can enjoy it. Okay. Just with my own yeah, eyeball no glasses. no second reflection bouncing off each Ah, uh, yeah. It's really annoying. Mm. Okay. But, oh yeah, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can check out all the Get Into Geek uh, stuff, everything we're going on at getintogeek.com, news and reviews, all our podcasts, which you can also check out on SoundCloud and iTunes and find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, simply at Get Into Geek. Uh, for myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on both Twitter and Instagram. Maddie, Hi, Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Boom, Brendan. At the Brendan Gibson. That's the one when the other two, they're not here, they don't get to, they don't, oh, bugger, we can give Reese a plug. Small at... Uh, uh, the flying, flying Gibson. Oh, Gibson. Jesus. Sorry, we got to confuse with Grayson, which it's a very simple yeah, thing. Bad. I see what you were doing there. Yeah. Um, okay, so you can uh, check us out in a couple of days. Our full spoilers review of Doctor Strange. It's in cinemas now. Go, Go check it, it out. Get into geek.com.